Welcome to another edition of uh, Talk to the Experts. Uh, I'm David Curtin. Uh, we are, of course, over the next number of weeks, going to be learning a lot about AgriCity. As a matter of fact, today we're going to be learning about uh, more about AgriCity with Brian DeCock. He's the technical product manager for AgriCity. He's in the studio with me. How are you doing? Good. How about yourself this I'm, morning? I am excellent. I'm looking forward to the growing season. Farmers are looking forward to the growing season. They have a lot of questions, so that's why we're here, right? You bet. All right. Can you? What, what do you do? What's your, what's your job at AgriCity? My title is technical product manager. Really, I work with the products on a day-to-day -day basis. We've had a lot of growth in the last few years. We've now got the largest selection of high-quality products mm -hmm. in the country. That creates, creates a lot of demand for information on the products that we do have. So a lot of my time is spent communicating with customers, make sure they know what products we have, what they can do to get the performance that they're used to, and how they can save money at the same time. Because you know, with us, they can get 10 to 30% off what they're used to paying. We try and reach as many growers as we can because we want everyone to know what AgriCity can do to help them on their farm. Canola. It's been in the news a lot uh, <laughs> lately, but it's uh, over the, I don't know how many past years, uh, over the last number of years anyway, it's just become a huge part of our farms here uh, across Canada. What products does AgriCity have for canola producers? We actually have a great line of products for both the Liberty Link and the Roundup Ready canolas. Now, those are very popular with growers because they're easy to grow, easy to work with. So I'm going to start with the Liberty Link canola first. For Liberty Link canola, we have a bunch of products, starting off with Vigor herbicide. That has the same active ingredient as Liberty. We've also got two more herbicide products for grass weed control, which are independents, same active ingredient as Centurion. And then we've also got a product called Quiz, which has the same active ingredient as Assure. And then lastly, we've got something called clobber. Love that name. Yeah. It's the same active ingredients as Lontrell, so we'll clobber thistles. Plus, we've also got fungicides, micronutrients, and foliars. We've got a full lineup of products for canola now. Uh, so, Brian, how do farmers know, you know which of these project products they, they should be using uh, on their Liberty Link canola? Well, in my opinion, it always starts, what type of weed issues do you have on your farm? The best way, in my experience, to find out is take a look back at last year's crop. What weed problems did you notice in crop? After you pulled the combine through, what did you notice at harvest time? What weeds would have showed up in the grain sample? What are the most common weeds on your fields or the neighbors in the last few years? So once we know that, farmers can talk to AgriCity, either their rep or call into the office, discuss what products to use for those weeds and what rates might be the best options for growing canola. Okay, so what are the, some of the options that AgriCity has for uh, Liberty Link canola? I always like to start with pre-seed because that's the first thing you do before you seed your canola. Canola is actually a weak competitor in the spring. So the plants are small, they're kind of weak. Okay. You need to make sure you start off clean. Start off with a pre-seed burn-off product. Because if you've got winter annuals, dandelions, tinkweed, narrowleaf oxbeard, the tough ones, they're tough to remove in, in crop. And even if you've got especially canola oil, then you want to be more diligent about canola. Start off with glyphosate. Glyphosate is absolutely a key ingredient of any pre-seed program. We've got Disruptor 360 or 540 gram formulations of glyphosate. When you're using glyphosate, we now recommend that you put an add-in product for a tank mix to make sure that you get the entire spectrum of weeds that you're going to have on that field. Uh, Brian DeCock is Technical Product Manager for uh, AgriCity. And by the way, uh, you can uh, find out a whole lot more by going to agricity.com. What are, what are some of these pre-seed tank mix products that farmers should be mixing with their glyphosate? Well, there's a few options for canola. Currently, the best tank mix options are Group 6 and Group 14 herbicides. They don't have any residual that would harm the canola. So we'd be talking something like bromoxanol, which is a product like Partner or Buck from AgriCity, 
or Carfentrazone, which is a Group 14, a product like AIM. Now, later this spring, AgriCity is going to have a new product, which combines both of those ingredients, which will have a great fit. All of these products have activity on the tough weeds, like I mentioned, kochia, stinkweed, volunteer canola, even if they're resistant to Group 2 herbicides or even glyphosate. But we'd still recommend mixing those products with at least a half a liter of glyphosate, and make sure you put on lots of water just to make sure you get good coverage of all the weeds, because some of them might be big, some of them might be small. Of course, if you've got perennial weeds like dandelion or quackgrass, then simply increase the rate of glyphosate to around one liter equivalent per acre. That's a really good idea. All right, that sounds like a great start. Now, what about AgriCity's in-crop products? Uh, which ones uh, should farmers use in-crop on their Liberty Link canola? Uh, canola pardon me. Great start is always consider Vigor, the same active as Liberty. Now, Vigor has different application rates and applications timings, so farmers need to think about which rates and how many applications are going to be best for their canola. For example, if you notice that you've got low weed pressure with mostly small broadleaf weeds, not, not too many of them, one application of Vigor at you know, 1.08 to 1.33 liters per acre would be an option. And then if you notice the weeds come back a little while, go back in with a second application later on if needed, and just use a higher rate if there's more types of weeds present. In my experience, the higher rate would be a better choice if you've got more weeds, you've got higher weed pressure, then just slip it up to the higher rate to get better weed control. Now, if they notice they've also got a lot of grass weed pressure, they've got wild oats, volunteer cereals, then farmers can add a tank mix partner right in with their vigor. For example, wild oats, volunteer cereals, even some quack grass. You can mix vigor with independence, same active as Centurion, that's a great option. Or they could consider mixing with Quiz, the same active as Assure, and either one of those would give them better grass control than just with vigor alone. Overall, in my opinion, what I've seen is doing two passes in canola seems to give growers the best results. That's the most common practice. Do the first pass early, come back with a second pass later before the canopy closes, but always look at the right product and then how many passes and the right rates. That sounds like a lot for farmers to think about, but what if a farmer has tough perennial weeds like Canada thistle or quackgrass? That's a tough one. You know, with the poor fall weather in the last couple of years, it's been tough to do pre- or post-harvest applications of glyphosate. So I've seen a few dirty fields that are going to be going into canola this year. <laughs> so if a field has heavy populations of Canada thistle, grass, and broadleaf weeds, then a first pass with clobber, which has the same active as Lontrell, plus put some independents or quiz herbicides, use some higher rates to suppress quackgrass, those would be good choices. And then follow up with the second pass of vigor in crop, later in season before the canopy closes. If the field only has broadleaf weeds and Canada thistle, then a farmer could spray their vigor first, then wait a couple of weeks until they see some weed regrowth, and then spray clobber when they see the thistles really taking off. So it still comes back to what weeds a grower has in their field and how bad they are. Regardless of the situation, AgriCity has a product that will help our customers keep the fields clean this year. All right. That sounds pretty complicated. Where should a farmer begin if they have never used AgriCity canola products or on their Liberty Link uh, canola before? The best thing you could do is get in contact with AgriCity. We've got knowledgeable, trained sales staff and full-time agronomists to help farmers figure out what the best approach and products are. So they can phone AgriCity anytime, 1-844-269-3276. Talk to one of our experienced in-house staff or agronomists. We can help figure out the best AgriCity product to clean up your canola fields this year and save you money at the same time.
Uh, Brian DeCock is Technical Product Manager with uh, AgriCity. Of course, again, that number is 1-844-269-3276. Or you can simply go to agricity.com to learn a little bit more. We'll be back in a few moments to talk about weed control in Roundup Ready Canola. I'm David Curtin. You're listening to Talk to the Experts on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. We are back on Talk to the Experts. I am David Curtin, and I'm talking with Brian DeCock. Brian is the uh, Technical Product Manager for AgriCity, and lots and lots we're learning about as you uh, get prepared uh, for the uh, growing uh, season. Uh, today we're talking about weed control in canola. A few minutes ago, Brian, we talked about Liberty Link canola. So what are some important issues when it comes to weed control in Roundup-ready canola? A lot of the same issues that you get in Liberty Link you get in Roundup-ready. Canola is not very competitive when it's small, but once it gets going and the canopy closed, it's very competitive. So your best bet is always to get your weeds controlled before the crop canopy closes. And that way you keep your crop clean before it fills in. Start early and make sure you keep it clean. So should growers do a, a pre-seed burn-off with a glyphosate before seeding? Absolutely. Glyphosate is always a good base treatment when you're growing any type of canola. When you're planning to use it, make sure that you mix in a different mode of action with your glyphosate so that you're not missing any weeds, especially the ones that might be resistant to group 2 or glyphosate. And so mix in something with your Disruptor 360 or 540 to make sure you get a complete broad-spectrum weed control. So, Brian, what are some of these options? Currently, the best options are Group 6 and Group 14 herbicides like Bromoxino, Group 6 herbicide, and Carfentrazone, which is a Group 14. Now, both of these groups are contact herbicides only, and they have no soil residual, so they're going to be safe to spray before your canola, but you still have to tank mix them with glyphosate for a complete broad-spectrum control. They work really well on weeds like kochia, volunteer glyphosate-tolerant canola that are either resistant to glyphosate or group 2s, or they have a higher potential to become resistant. So for a group 14 product, you'd be looking at something like carfentrazone, which would be a product like AIM, or a group 6 product like bromoxanol, that would be Partner, or Buck from AgriCity. Either one of these groups have great activity on their own. They can be mixed with glyphosate to give a really nice burn down to be more thorough on the large weeds. AgriCity expects to register their own version of some of these called Revenge Bee later this spring. So what else should farmers keep in mind uh, for pre-seed burn-off before canola? Well, we've talked a little bit about the importance of tank mixing, but the other key factor is make sure you keep your water up. These are contact herbicides, so you need more water to make sure you get coverage of the big weeds, the small weeds, where you don't want to miss anything and make sure that all the weeds are emerged before you actually spray. Now, I'm far from being an expert, but isn't a water volume bad for glyphosate? Well, it's not so much the water volume, it's more the quality of the water. If you've got minerals or impurities in the water, that can tie up the active ingredient in the herbicide. So if you have concerns or issues with water, it might be worthwhile adding a water conditioner like Citrusoft, help soften the water, make sure that your performance of the herbicide is not affected at all. Brian DeCock is the uh, Technical Product Manager at uh, AgriCity. And, of course, uh, for uh, more information on this, you can always go to agricity.com or you can call them 1-844-269-3276. Okay, so that's all great. So you you get your field clean uh, to start with. Uh, What are some options in crop? Well, because it's Roundup Ready, glyphosate is the main choice for herbicides. The most important thing with your in-crop is to make sure your rates and your timings and your water volumes are good. So generally, you want to spray inside the application window. If you spray too late, that could knock off three to five bushels off your yield. Hmm. So with glyphosate, it's registered from the cotyledon when the crop is small, right through the six-leaf stage. 
So if at all possible, make sure you get your applications done in that window. Now there's some different levels of glyphosate loading and salts in the products we have here in Canada, so it might be a little confusing to talk rates. The most common formulations are either a 360 gram or a 540 gram acid equivalent. So when you're talking products, you usually reference something like Disruptor 360 or Disruptor 540. That's the grams active. Now, if you need a little bit more information about how those rates compare, the Crop Protection Guides, the Provincial Crop Guide have great comparison charts if it gets confusing. We'll probably just talk about the REL rates that convert back to the AgriCity Disruptor 360 formulation. So, in crop, you've got a maximum of one liter per acre of Disruptor 360 to play with between the two applications. So it can be a single application of up to three quarter a liter per acre, or you can go two applications of half a liter per acre. Since every year is different, you, most growers will look at two applications spaced out to get multiple flushes of weeds, get them when they're small to keep the competi competition down to keep the yield potential up. If you do a good burn down prior to seeding, you won't have to rush into the crop as much to start spraying. So then I'd recommend start spraying the first application around the one to two leaf stage, then the second one around the five leaf stage. That'll keep things nice and clean until the canopy fills in. If you've got certain perennial weeds, you might want to increase your rate of glyphosate, so Canada thistle, perennial south thistle. If you've got some of the tough ones, then you might want to be increasing your rate to like three quarters of a liter to make sure you get control. Brian, what are some of the weeds uh, of concern in a glyphosate-tolerant canola? Glyphosate takes care of a lot of different weeds. However, there's a couple that it can struggle with, and that would be things like Canada thistle, wild buckwheat, and maybe even glyphosate-resistant kochia. I've been hearing talk of the uh, TruFlex traded varieties. Uh, will those help with your weed control? TruFlex allows for a higher rate of glyphosate, so instead of spraying a half a liter, you can actually go up at a wider crop stage. There's already a lot of resistance pressure on glyphosate. With the amount being sprayed, we're seeing a handful of weeds, such as kochia, becoming glyphosate resistant. So in my opinion, the best way to combat this is not to spray more glyphosate. Some of the Ag Canada researchers have done a study on glyphosate-resistant kochia, found that you'd have to spray 5 to 10 liters per acre of glyphosate to kill it all. So just adjusting the rates up really aren't going to help you much with that problem. Plus, I'd be worried that this could put more pressure on other weeds that are maybe susceptible to developing resistance, weeds like wild buckwheat, cleavers, and maybe even wild oats. So we'd have a bit of a disaster <laughs> if we started adding even more glyphosate-resistant weeds to our mix in Canada. So in my opinion, a better alternative to this would be to use alternate or different modes of action on that same crop paper. So clopyrrolid or Lontrell has been an option in canola for a number of years, but the economics in the past haven't quite worked out in the years where glyphosate was cheap, but clopyrrolid was expensive. So AgriCity now has a more affordable option called clobber that can be applied in glyphosate-tolerant canola. And you can mix clobber with our grassy weed products such as Independence, it works awesome on some weeds that glyphosate doesn't do real well on, like Canada thistle and wild buckwheat. So for less money than doubling your glyphosate, you could do a pass with clobber G plus independence, and your second pass with glyphosate and get three different modes of action in crop. So now between the pre-seed options we talked about and then this in-crop strategy, you could get up to five modes of action on one canola acre in the same year, just by spraying different modes of action than glyphosate alone. 
and we can give you all these uh, modes of action at AgriCity for less money than what you're paying for your glyphosate right now. Fantastic, yeah. So we've got a ton of options for your glyphosate-tolerant canola. We haven't even talked about fungicides and desiccants yet, but farmers should really be talking to their AgriCity representative or call us at the office, 1-844-269-3276. Talk to one of our experienced sales staffs or agronomists. We'd be happy to go over how our portfolio can fit your farm and save you money on your Roundup Ready canola this year. I know we're going to be talking a lot about uh, this over the course of the next uh, number of weeks, but what should a farmer do if they have concerns about uh, the performance of these products after they apply them? Well, the best thing they can do is call AgriCity and let's figure out what's going on in that field. Maybe the product needs more time to work. Maybe a second application is needed. Maybe growers, farmers need some advice on what they should expect from that product. AgriCity just introduced their product performance guarantee. We stand behind the products we sell and we guarantee the performance of the products we sell. So just give us a call if you've got a concern and any of the staff would be happy to work with you to solve the problem. And once again, that number to call is a 1-844-269-3276. Brian DeCock is the technical product manager. And we're going to be learning a lot more about what AgriCity can do to help farmers over the course of the next number of weeks, aren't we? Yeah. AgriCity has over 100 products now. We've got the largest portfolio of affordable crop inputs in Canada. So we've got a lot of exciting new options for the first time this year. We want to share that information with farmers. We can help farmers manage crops, improve yields.